What's up, everybody? I'm Bob Walters. This is Locked Up Sports. The Rangers put their eight-game win streak on the line tonight in New Jersey against the Devils. The Knicks start an important stretch as they get back to work tonight post-All-Star break in Philly. Petito apologizes for throwing his team under the bus as the tournament bid looks less and less likely. And the Mets the Mets lose a, a big-name pitcher before he even throws a pitch here this season. All that and more coming up next. Locked Up Sports. What's up, everybody? I'm Bob Walters. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Don't forget, review and subscribe. Rate, review, and subscribe. Every little bit helps. We are powered by the Vouch Store. Vouch.store slash locked up sports. Vouch.store slash locked up sports for everything you need. You could go go check it out. Go find whatever you need. Campcraft cocktails. We got coffee. We got everything you need it. We have it here at the Vouch Store. Uh, welcome inside the Brian Gunzel Studios. I'm Bob Walters. Again, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Wherever you may find us, wherever you consume this content, um, don't forget rate, review, and subscribe. Every little bit helps. You can find us on all the social media platforms. You could Google us. We come up where, you know, listen, if, you, if you're watching or you're listening now, you have found us, so you already know how to get to us. So here, here you are. Thank you for joining us. Um, Rangers. Rangers tonight. Rangers are the hottest team in the NHL. Rangers in Jersey tonight, listen, it's always a tough game when you play Jersey. It's always a tough game. Rangers, Devils, regardless, you throw out the records, right? <laughs> That's what It's true, and it's true. When the Rangers play the Devils, you throw out the records. The Devils are disappointing this season. They're not playing well. The Rangers come in as the hottest team in the NHL, coming off of a, a huge comeback win at, at MetLife Stadium against the Islanders. Then a big win against Dallas, where Shesterkin just stood on his head and basically single-handedly won the game for the Rangers with 41 saves. They played well. The Rangers are real contenders to make a run for a Stanley Cup championship this year. And you don't say that very often. You know, a couple of years ago, they had the surprise run. It came out of nowhere. They made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, where they finally lost to, to Tampa. Last year was disappointing, where they had the, they won the first two games in, in uh, Jersey, came home, lost four straight to the Devils. The whole coaching staff got fired. Now you got Peter Laviolette in there. And listen, the whole team, everything is gelling. Kreider's playing great. Panarin's playing great. Shesterkin, who struggled through a lot of the season, is now seems to be playing a, a lot better. He seems to have found it. Whatever was going on with Shesterkin, they seem to have fixed. And now he seems to get back to, to the top goalie in this league, or one of the top goalies in this league. And they got the Devils tonight. Like I said, it should be a big Ranger crowd there in Jersey. It always is. Devils, you know, especially because the Devils are not playing very well. There's 17 points behind the Rangers. Devils never got this season off the ground. The Devils got a bunch of injuries early. They struggled. They, they spun their tires early in the season, and they just never got the season off the ground. They fell behind, and they, they couldn't string together wins, and, and they've been a disappointment because I had the Devils right there ahead of the Rangers. Devils and Carolina is what I had in the Metropolitan, and as you can see, it's not Devils and Carolina. It's the Rangers and everybody else is what it is. So they're eight in a row. They bring an eight-game win streak. It's the longest win streak the Rangers have had in, I think it's like 15 years. We're 10 years. So this team has a real chance to make it and make a big run at the cup. They agree to terms with uh, 
Johnny Brzezinski, which he's been incredible this year. He's got 19 goals. He's he's just been all over. He's been unexpected. You know, he you knew he was a goal scorer when he signed as a free agency. But, I mean, listen, he's played great. He's played in 37 games. He's got 19 goals. He, he's just he's been he's been everything they could have asked for. He's been big on the faceoffs. Um, they signed him to a, a two-year extension. I'm not sure the money. Let me see if they had the money here. No, I don't see the money, but it's a two-year extension, whatever it is. Listen, the Rangers said kept them some money under the cap so they could do something like this. They, they, I don't think they're going to make a big deal at the trade deadline. I think uh, Capo Caco, which everyone was talking about being moved, is going to stay. Because the Rangers had some injuries, Wheeler got hurt. So Caco is going to stay on this team, and I think that's good. You know, he's a top-two pick. Lafreniere seems to be playing a little bit better. The power plays clicking. The penalty kills kick clicking. The goalie's playing well. It's all coming. It's all coming up, Rangers. In every aspect, eight in a row. They go for nine in a row tonight in Jersey. So that should be an interesting game. We'll keep an eye on that one. Um, St. John's last night. St. John's. Listen, St. John's got a win last night, but it was nothing to write home about. They had a twenty-one point lead, which they blew. Almost gave the game back, which they've been. That's what they do. That's what St. John's does this year. That's what bad basketball teams do. They get big leads in the first half. They come out flying, and then they just go ice cold from the field. They're terrible from the free throw line. They let teams scratch and claw their way back into the game. And before you know it, a 21-point lead is down to four, and then it's tied, and then you lose. It's what they did in a number of games this year. And it's what happened the other night when Patino went off on his team. Now, you can't go off on your team like that. Patino was dead wrong. I get it. He's frustrated. But this is the first year. What, I don't know what he thought he was coming into. And these are his players. These aren't players he inherited. He turned the whole roster over. So these are your guys. You chose them. Don't sit there and tell them they stink in front of the New York media. Because it's not right. These aren't pros. One. Two. They're your guys. You picked the team. And now you're going to tell them that they stink? I mean, come on. I think what happened is he went home and he got some sense knocked into him by his wife. And she's like, Yo, you're getting slaughtered for this. He slept on it. He, he realized that, you know, okay, I screwed up. I, gotta, I, I still got to play another two weeks with these guys. Because they, they're not going to the tournament. Let's be real. They need to win the rest of their games, all four games. And they need to make a run. In the Big East tournament, probably at least till Thursday, maybe even to the semifinal Friday night. And this team's not doing that. St. John's not going to the semifinals in the Big East tournament, not in this Big East. Not with teams like Creighton and UConn. UConn's the top team in the country. They are not going to the to the semifinals, and that's what it's going to take. So St. John's is uh, headed right for the NIT. Another disappointing year. And listen, Patino's done this. Patino has never made the tournament in his first year anywhere he's coached. This is just going to be another, you know, it's going to be the same story here. And, and I still believe in Patino, and I think he can get this team back to where it should be. Is he going to get back to prominence, like a, a perennial Sweet 16 type team? No, I don't think so. I think those days are over for St. John's. But he, he might have a run or two in him in, the, in, the, in, a, in an NCAA tournament left. But you can't come out and kill your players that you picked. This is your team. You came in here. You got rid of. You turned over the whole roster. These are your guys. And now, when things are going bad, you're gonna sit and sit at the podium and tell them that they stink. Well, why'd you pick them then? What were you looking at when you said, oh, "I want this guy. I want this guy." A lot of these guys turned down other schools to bigger schools and came here. 
And now the guy that wanted him is telling him that they stink. And listen, I'm not saying he's wrong. St. John stinks. But he can't say that. It looks like he's shifting blame. It looks like he's, you know, it's your fault. You're the coach. In college, you're the coach. You got it's your fault. It's your team, it's your program, you're your fault. You're at fault. And like I said, I think his wife kind of got to him a little bit and was like, you better go out and fix this because you're getting slaughtered. He was getting slaughtered. Everywhere you looked, it was Patino. It wasn't about the, the St. John's, the team blowing the 20-point lead. It was about Patino killing the players after the game. Last night, they got a win. <sighs> Listen, they almost blew another lead to Georgetown, who was just terrible. And Georgetown's another team. Listen, Georgetown's going to be good because Cooley's one of the best coaches in the country. But Georgetown now is just, they're just terrible. They got St. And they almost came back. St. John's had a 21 point lead with 10 minutes left in the half. By halftime, it was a six point lead. And they got it to four in the second half. They just couldn't get over that hump. St. John's got it back up to 11, 12. And then, and then, you know, they ended up winning whatever the score was. I think they won by, you know, 11 points, something like that. But St. John's is not going to the tournament. I mean, they, you, you got delusions of grandeur. If you think they're going to run the table here this next week, in these four games they have left, which they might do because they're not playing the cream of the crop. But then to go into the Garden, the Big East Tournament, and win Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I it's not going to happen. They're going to play on the first day of the Big East Tournament. you got to have teams getting double buys. One of them is one of the top teams in the country, UConn, who would be number one if they didn't get blown out of Creighton the other night. And I don't think that's a big deal either. I think... Uh, you know, I think it's probably good for UConn that they lost the game. In that situation, to Creighton, they, they got blown out. They were never even close. It was 10 points before you blinked an eye five minutes into the game, and then they never got they never got closer than 10. Creighton just shot the lights out. They killed them. They won by 20. That's not a bad thing for UConn. It's not a bad thing to go in and lose a game before the tournament, right in this this spot right here. A week, week and a half before the Big East tournament, you go in, you lose the game. Now you regroup, and you come back, and you rebound, and you go on your run. And that's what I think UConn's going to do, and I think they're a serious contender to win the whole thing at the end of March. So we'll, we'll see what goes on there. That, that, we're still a week and a half away from the Big East tournament. Uh, oh, two weeks, uh, just about. I think two weeks from, uh, from either today, two weeks from yesterday, I believe it starts. We will have tomorrow, we will have Chuck Everson on. 85 Villanova team. He's got his, a finger on the pulse of the Big East. I see him every year at the Big East tournament. He's got some great stories from that 85 season. He's also going to talk this year, Big East. He's going to tell you about UConn. He's going to talk Villanova, St. John's. So I'm excited about that. We'll have him tomorrow. And we're also scheduled to have Sean Marash from WFAN, Tiki, and Evan. I'm not sh- I think he's going to be here. I do. I think he's going to be here. He's had the flu all week. I haven't heard anything yet. He hasn't canceled on us yet, so let's go with he's going to be here with us tomorrow. But either way, we will have Chuck Everson talk some biggies. We'll get deeper into that whole thing tomorrow. Um, the Knicks, Knicks back to work tonight in Philly. This is an important stretch for the Knicks. Randall's now talking possible surgery. Listen, the Knicks just kind of feels like it might be coming off the rails for the Knicks, right? I mean, they got all these injuries. They played so well. Brunson has kept them in this thing. They're a top team. They're a top uh, echelon team in the Eastern Conference. But I don't know how long can they hold on with all these injuries. And now Randall's talking about possible surgery to end this season. 
I don't know if the Knicks can hold on. I think the injuries might derail what could be, what could have been a real fun spring, especially with the way the Rangers are playing. Could have had a 94 type feel to it because the Rangers are very much cup, a threat to win the Stanley Cup. The Knicks are not going to win the five, wouldn't, wouldn't have won. To, they're not really a threat to win the championship. But I think if all healthy and if they played well, they could have went to the Eastern Conference Finals. I just don't think they're going to be healthy. Too many injuries. They can't overcome all these. I mean, how much do you want Brunson to do? He's put this team on his back, and he's kind of kept them afloat here. But they come. They went into the All-Star break losing four in a row. They got a tough stretch here now these next five games. Now four of the five are at the Garden. They got tonight, they got Philly, and then they got four straight at home. They got to win at least three of those. Right? You got to stay in the top four here going into the playoffs. You don't want to drop to that five or six seed. God forbid. I don't think they will. The six seed's a little further away. But I, I you want to start winning some games, especially coming in, losing four in a row. We'll see what we'll see how they do. The Knicks have not played good defense lately. They've been a little lazy. They they've given up a ton of points. Brunson is, is gonna get his. Brunson's gonna get his every night. But he's not the super. He's not LeBron James. He can't he can't carry a whole team. And he's been doing it, but he can't carry him for uh, how long do you expect him to do it? And Randall's got to get back if this team wants to have a shot to make a playoff run. And now he's talking surgery. So who knows what's going to go on there? Um, the Mets, real quick. The Mets. Oh, the Mets. Kodai Sanga is placed on the IL. He's going to start the season on the IL. Shoulder fatigue. What else? How could your shoulder be fatigued? It's the third day of spring training. Only the Mets. I swear, only the Mets. And the Mets, you know, listen, they're probably not going anywhere anyway this year, right? They are certainly going nowhere without Kodai Sanga. He was the best pitcher on the staff last year, and he probably would be the best pitcher on the staff this year. He's your opening day starter. Well, not anymore, because now he's going to start the season on the IL. And the Mets with these injuries, I mean, just every year after year after year. How can you, how can your shoulder be fatigued Three days into spring training. So they're going to put him on the shelf. He's done now for spring. So now you're looking at, and and now it's not just miss a couple games. Now you're looking at May for Senga. Because he's going to have to ramp it back up, right? He's not going to be throwing for a couple weeks. He's going to ramp it back up. You're looking at May. We've seen this before. We've seen it before where fatigue in the shoulder turns into, we'll see you next year. And if that's the case, the Mets could just pack it in right now. Every year, it's so hard to be a Mets fan. So hard. I haven't even turned on anything Mets yet, and they already got their best pitcher on the shelf missing the first uh, couple weeks of the season. Are you kidding me? Come on. It's ridiculous. And I get it. It's just bad luck. It, it, the Mets aren't doing anything differently than any other teams. It's just bad luck. And the Mets have it in buckets. And they got plenty to spare. Because I'm sure there's more coming right around the corner. Something. They offered David Wright a job. Uh, Stearns offered David Wright a job, a full-time job with the organization. Whatever. He's like, no, <laughs> no thank you. No thank you is what he said. He said he wanted to be a father. He wants to you know, coach. He, wants to, he chose Little League. He chose, T, he chose the T-ball coaching job over the Mets. David Wright. And you know what? Probably the best decision he's made in years. He doesn't, you don't want to, 
listen, it's and the Mets have, you know, they have Beltran on the staff as, a, as an advisor, and you, you'd love to have David Wright. You'd love to have him here, and you'd love to have him in uniform and, and on the bench or as a, as a coach. You know what? He made the right choice. He took the T-ball gig over the Mets, and I can't blame him for it at all. So, like I said, just a quick show here today. Um, St. John's, listen, St. John's going nowhere. Okay, they're going to find themselves out. They're going to win that Wednesday night in the Big East tournament. They're going to be out on, or Tuesday night. I'm sorry, they're going to be out on Wednesday. You, you'll see. Patino, Patino's got to get get it together. You can't be throwing these kids under the bus like that. You can't do that. They're your team. You pick the team. Rangers. Rangers go for nine in a row tonight in Jersey. I fully expect Shostakhin to be in, in, in between the pipes, especially with the game he played um, the other night against the Dallas Stars, he made some fantastic saves. That one where he reached back with the stick in the last minute. Rangers should beat the Devils tonight. Although, like I said, throw out the records when these two teams play because it's a knockdown drag out. The building is always electric. There's always a ton of Ranger fans in there. It's going to be fun tonight. Um, the Knicks in in Philly, big game for the Knicks. Okay, you got to get this and you get four straight at home. You can get tonight, get, this, get the second half off onto the right foot. And then you get two or, or three of the four at home, you'd be okay. Randall talking surgery is not what the Knicks wanted to hear. It's not what they wanted to hear at all. And then when you get to the Mets, the Mets, Kodai Senga out. Fatigue in the shoulder. I mean, did, did you expect anything else? Did you did you really expect me to come in here and say the Mets are doing good, all healthy? We didn't even talk Yankees because they're not losing their star players. Giancarlo Stanton uh, trimmed down, so he should. He's he looks like a completely different person. Stanton looks like he lost like forty pounds. Now will cost him within the power department, but I, I think he'll be all right. Listen, he's got a ton of power. The question is: Is he getting old? He's thirty-seven years old. He's trying. He's trying to re remake himself. So we'll get into plenty of that in the upcoming weeks with with the Yankees and the Mets. And Mets are already a disaster. Uh, tomorrow, we got Chuck Everson, Villanova 85 uh, team. He was the center. He covered Patrick Ewing in the finals. He, he's got great stories. He's He's got his finger on the pulse of the Big East. We're going to get delve into the Big East tournament tomorrow. Got Chuck. Um, we got Sean Marash coming, WFAN, Evan and Tiki. We'll see if we, you know, see if we get him to make some some statements, make some news or something around here. Uh, we'll be with Brett tomorrow. We'll be back at the Sable Studios. So that's it from here. Um, enjoy the game tonight. Rangers, Knicks tonight. Just say a prayer for the Mets, would you? And that does it for us. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. This was just a quick one, folks. We'll talk to you tomorrow. I'm Bob Walters. See ya. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to let everyone know by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or on our website at LockedUpSports.net. Remember, you can also find us on your favorite social media site, on Twitter at LockedUpSports, on the gram at Locked underscore up underscore sports. Join our Facebook group, Locked Up Sports, or on TikTok at Locked Up Sports Show. Now you can catch all the latest from Locked Up Sports anytime. Thanks for listening.